Welcome to Jutes List. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today, Six? Well, I was having an amazing day. I was having an amazing day before Jude ruined Demon Slayer for me. So, like, right now it's kind of shaky. It's kind of shaky. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm still having an amazing day, you know. Very comfortable. Yeah. Very nice. Very hospitable, you know. Just gave my friend a whole bottle of wine, you know. Jude, you're doing amazing. Thank you, thank you. Except for your spoilers. <sighs> <laughs> I'll totally make it up to you. Thank you for joining me. By the way, why are you called Six? Oh, it's my name. My name is Insia. And Insia in my language just means six. Insia? Yes. So, yeah. It's basically Ifia Insia. And I just made it Ifia Six. And Six, I just go by Six. It's a conversation starter, you know, because like, who's called Six? Me. I'm called Six. <laughs> okay. So you give yourself that name. Well, my grandmother gave it to me, but I just brothelized it. Okay. Yeah, just Americanized it. Sounds good. Sounds good. What do you do, by the way? I do everything. To put myself in a box is very limiting because I do everything. But right now, my main focus is directing. I direct music videos, getting into film, but I style as well. I set design. I talk, as you can have me here talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do everything. I can do, well, that's a lie. I was about to be like, I can do makeup, but only fun makeup on other people, not myself. Okay. But yeah, I act. Yeah, so like, it's like, oh, damn, she thinks she does everything. No, well, she does do everything. What did you get started in everything? I would say my first relationship, I think, he was a photographer and he basically got me into like, oh yeah, I'm a photographer too. I forgot that was like the main point. And so I get into videos. I would go with him on his shoots and then like I would, I basically started like telling him, oh, I think this looks good. And he was just like, oh, you have an eye for these things. So he would like give me, if he gets a gig, he would give me the camera to go shoot and he would edit it. Did a shit job at first, but um, gradually we got better and got better. And now I am here. Um, I wish I took it more seriously. I took it seriously in 2021. Before then, I was just doing photography because I liked it. I wasn't doing it for like money or anything. But then I came to Accra and Charlie, Ghana is expensive. What do you mean you came to Accra? Like, I mean, I came to Ghana. I was like, I came to, in terms of when I was like, oh no, like I have to do it in, in terms of making money because like Ghana's economy is not the best because in the States, right? You can just go anywhere and get a job. You can get like two jobs that will pay you enough to have an apartment or something. But over here, you can't have a regular job to pay for an apartment because cost of living is so expensive over here. So I was like, oh, I got to make some money. Yeah. And everybody, like I realized in the scene, like this creativity is not our strongest suit like even when people are creative they don't give them so much light so i was like oh let me make use of this and like just start taking this more seriously so if i, I wish i took it more seriously gonna inspire some vim inside of misha yeah yeah but i feel like you must have started way back then because i remember one of the best parties I've been to in Ghana was the Major Laser concert. Oh my god! And I remember you from Major Laser concert. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I MC as well, yes, guys. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Your energy—it was just so riveting. I was like, "Who's this girl?" <laughs> yes, yeah. You turned the whole place up. So yeah, I, I forgot about that's my okay. So the yeah. secret about that. Let me give you guys a secret about that day. Okay. 
It was my homegirl, Janan. And she was like, girl, they're looking for MCs, but they're so tired. I was like, um, they keep mentioning these MCs that everyone has used. I think you could MC. And I was like, girl, yes, I think I could MC. But she didn't tell me who it was. Because like, I'm a big EDM girl. Like In the States, I only went to raves. It was only came to Ghana, I went to my first club. So I was like super rave girl. She never told me who. I was like, oh, girl, yes, I can MC. Oh, you going to pay me? Oh, hell yeah, I need the bread. Like, of course, I'm going to MC. So like, I feel like I'm like, wait, who am I MCing for? She's like, major ladies. I'm like, major who? Like, what? <laughs> like, no way. Like, are you serious? And she was like, yeah. I was like, okay, fucking like, let's go. So like the day of, I meet the lady who owns Sandbox. Mind you, I'm under the pretense of uh, MC. I've never MC'd before in my life. Like, ever so i was like you know like let's see how far this goes so i go and she's like you better do a good job i was like oh my god so i was having an anxiety attack i was like what if no one responds what if i'm like hey and no one says hey back i'm like what do i do so i went and then they were like oh yeah if i want anything they should give it to me i went i took two shots of tequila i remember that's all i needed and then i was like so all these things I practice in my car, right? Like, yeah. Just like, if I was ever, I was like, oh, so it was in that moment, I was like, this is the moment to do, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's actually doing a good job. It was an amazing party, actually. It was actually a great time. Thanks for that memory. It was, it it was, was actually, it was one of the best parties I've been to see. <laughs> you, did, you did an incredible job. Yeah, thank you. After that, so many people came up to me, like, months after like even years to come people come and say like oh my god you're major laser girl and um, i didn't i didn't even understand the impact i was just having the time of time of my life that's literally me as a person yeah yeah (laughs) definitely like i was saying your journey started way before the photography thing what did you study in school like what did you pop up from that's what i'm trying to understand honestly like i have adhd so i'm very scatterbrained i don't really pop up from anything like i study film in school actually not film theater i was a theater girl i sucked actually i had really bad anxiety every time i was had to perform i would panic i'll have panic attacks like if my teacher could see me now he would be impressed because i think i was his worst student i think i was his worst student but yeah i started um what's it called but a bit of pressure so i was just like you know what like let me come see what ghana has to offer So when I came here, I was just, I did off the top for a bit. And then people liked me on there because I talk a lot, I guess. (laughs) But I didn't take anything seriously till like last year in terms of, but I was doing different things like the major laser thing. I don't think I really buckled down to do anything till like last year. I was always doing photography though. Okay. What is it that you enjoy? That's a difficult question. I enjoy peace. Happiness. (laughs) Happiness. <laughs> right now, I'm into film. Big into film. Everything film. Don't watch a movie with me because I'm annoying. And I see, and I'm like, oh, now the light's set up over here. And like, girl, shut the fuck up. Just watch the movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really big into film. Right now, that's my obsession right now. Just movies, how it's set up, how to execute, how to direct, how to just, just involving myself in my craft. Yeah. And self-love. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get involved in the film space in Ghana? It's something I always wanted to do, right? Like, direct. I always used to say, oh, I will be a director. I'm having my movies. But I wasn't really buckling down. But, yeah, I just... I was like... I was watching... I won't lie. I was watching Foresight. And I was like, ah. 
<laughs> but these videos, dear, they are making me a yebu. I can do some. I can do better than this. Yeah, like I was like, yeah, I can do better than this, and I don't see why not. Which is crazy because when I started, people just gave me budgets, which is so wild. Because I'm like, are you sure? You want to give me this amount of money to shoot your video? You have not seen anything. They're like, we trust you. And it's been great so far. Like, What was the first video you shot? What was the budget? The give first, me the details. The first, first video I shot. First, like first. Just me, myself. Because right now I work with my partner, Jags. Amazing person. We're a team now, Beast and Numbers. But my first, first video. was Beast video, and Numbers? That's our company. My first, first video I shot ever Based on vibes, like, okay, it was with Tasari, actually, who's like, for Tripsy and Mega EJ. Yeah, it was my first bit. And there was like a very tiny budget. It was like, it wasn't, it was not supposed to be anything big. It was just like, let's see. Because I didn't want to shoot a video for her. It was almost like a visualizer. They were like, let's see what she can do. So they gave me like, I think it was a 5K budget. It was not big. Cities? Yeah, it was not. It was very, very tiny. Like, we shot on a deals SLR. Like, it wasn't like no Ari. Very tiny. But from then on, it's been amazing. Just steps. The person I was once then is not, they're not friends. They're not equals. You yeah. You know, so. Yeah. How did you improve on your craft? What was the moment that changed everything for you, Six? There's no significant moment I can think of. Right, but I would definitely say I am extremely happy to have had the partner that I do have because he, as a person, like brought a bit of seriousness. Because, like, as much as I understand the craft, I'm extremely creative, but sometimes you need structure, and structure is the way to build a foundation for anything. And so, I would say. A significant time was like, oh, no, I would like this to be my partner. We can do this together. I thought that pushed me way far because he's like extremely steadfast, like extremely like calculated, you know, by the books, by the numbers, you know, kind of person. So I think that's the only time, but also just a mindset change. Me realizing, oh, no, like this is real life. Like I need to... I need to take this more seriously and just me taking the initiative to study and just work on my craft itself. Yeah, I feel like that's the only significant time because when I took it seriously, everything in my life started changing that way. I'm a big believer in manifestation and what you think of is what your reality is going to be shaped in. So when I took it more seriously, more serious things came to me. Yeah, I think my mindset shift. Okay. What did your mindset shift look like? It looked like prioritizing what's important. So when people see me, right, obviously, like, if I say this, you'd be like, what? Because you met me a major laser, right? People's first idea of six is party animal, fun babe. My friends will let you know, like, my close friends will let you know, oh, she won't go out to... You have to force her out. You know what I'm saying? I mentioned laser was a job, right? Yeah. They're paying me for the service. But when people see me, they're like, oh my God, this baby is so fun. She wants to say, before you will see me outside, the number of people who have had to call me, the people who have had to pull me out, it's just different, right? But when I'm home, I'm not utilizing my time, right? Right? Okay, I'm watching shows, but it changed, my mindset changed 
by, okay, when I'm home, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a bit of studying. I'm going to watch a bit of videos, save it. Okay, and now I have ideas to better my craft. They just look like making the effort for myself to be better. We can be idle, right? And we can, okay, I know I'm creative and I can just be okay with that. But I can be better because with every day comes a new lesson. Like the person I was today is not going to be the person I am tomorrow because I'm going to learn some things today. Do you understand? Yeah. So it just came by making conscious effort to be a better person like this person i imagine myself oh, okay i'm gonna win this award okay if you're gonna win this award then you need to do better Scorsese wasn't winning an award just not working you know what i'm saying christopher nolan you know all these great directors were not just not practicing on their craft not taking the initiative not bettering themselves every day and uh, yeah that's what i would say my mindset change was just having a different outlook and understanding like this is my life now and how I want it to be is how I should shape it to be. That's the person I should be now. Sounds good. What's the goal you're trying to work towards? Success. Like ultimate success and freedom. Honestly, the goal is happiness. Let me just say that. That's the goal. The goal is complete and under happiness um, and straight non-attachment to anything. Just reaching the best of myself because even if i get to 90 i could even be better you know what i'm saying so just achieving greatness at all times just outdoing myself is the goal if i make something great today okay let me make something greater okay that's the goal just sharpening my tool which is myself sharpening my brain yeah and then for you what's your definition of happiness how do you know when you achieve it oh content oh, i won't say content because content is it's a feeling. Like, I can't really explain it. You know when you just got paid and you know like you go and you see your food, you you know you can pay for this. Like you know, like regardless, you see this, you're like, oh, I know I can take care of this. I know I can that feeling of just comfortability of oh I'm good. Like because if anything happens right now, I am I've okay. Got it. You know what I'm saying? That's like like happiness to me. Just having people I love around me who I know, like there's no problem they have in terms of financially or just being there as a person for them that I couldn't help them with. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I can just be there for them and be my fullest self. And I think right now my biggest lesson is giving all that love to myself first. Giving it completely all to myself. Like all that... I want to do for you. I want to do do it for myself first. Know how it feels to truly care for me and make myself happy because happiness comes from you doing it. It's not from anybody. Like so, people can make you smile, but can make you laugh. Um, but happiness comes from you. It's not anybody else's responsibility. Okay. In terms of current work right now, what have you been doing? What have you been up to the last few months? Been doing quite a lot. Shot. What my? I think my favorite video right now I did was a bustle for R two Bs. That was. Oh, you did that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. How did it find you? Uh, how they find me? Those are like my family. But at first they were a bit skeptical because like they've never like they've seen something but they don't really know what I can do. So um, Jags also just did a really good video for a friend of hours that was actually on their account that they saw and we had done a video for ifya that emiju i sent to them and when they saw jag's work and they saw that ifya video we shot they were like oh no like sold 
we love this. Like, we have to work with you guys. And that's how it also came about. Jax and I have a problem, right? There's nothing we do that's good enough for us. We're always trying to outdo ourselves because we're just like, yeah, that was just not good enough. Our new video that I come is pretty decent that we, both of us are like, okay, that's not that bad, which is, okay. you know, in less than two weeks, we're like, damn, we hate this video. <laughs> but I guess it's kind of good for us because it's just like, what's it called? We always push ourselves to be better. We can't get comfortable and comfortability will just kill you. You know what I'm saying? You can be comfortable for a bit, but get up because then you get stuck over there. Yeah. In terms of imposter syndrome, do you ever suffer from that? Yeah, sometimes me and Jags are like, girl, what? Like, you guys like this? Uh, but we also realize, right, asking other directors, they also don't like their work. Because one thing you have to realize about artists, you're the only person who knew how it was supposed to look. If we're looking at our video, we're like, damn, we shot for this, 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 this doesn't happen. But when you're watching our work, because you weren't there from the career, you're like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. Jags and I were having a conversation in the car one time about my photography, how I never thought it was good enough, right? And he looked at me and he was like, he just laughed. And I was like, why are you laughing? He was like, I understand something better now. And he's like, we will just never love our work that way because he always thought when he saw my photography, he was like, whoa, this is, this is a great look. Like, this is great work. Because when you're doing your art, you have... A direction you want to go right mm -hmm. but the other people watching it don't really necessarily they don't know how you want it to go all they know is this is the final product and this is how i'm taking it as so wherever i'm taking it i'm taking it for its entirety not what it was what it was going to be i don't know any of that yeah so this is the art this is what i this is what you gave me and this is what i like yeah. So yeah, sometimes, but I also realize like it's always just going to be a situation of that's the case. This just makes me want to be better. Yeah. How do you define your work? How do you define art as well? <sighs> art is but but perception. You know what I'm saying? It's only how you feel about something. Like I could hold a spoon and call it art, and if you're deep enough to get it, it's art. Like it's, it's literally how you want it art is whatever you want it to be honestly like and how i interpret my art is through many mediums really through many mediums like creating a set photography like telling my makeup artist no i want a leaf on her eye oh no i want fabric instead of eyeliner you know what i'm saying and these are things i do in my videos and what's it called that's just how I create my art because like, why should I stick to a specific way? Because they've been doing it like that. Someone had to be like, oh, I think black eyeliner looks good. And then I was like, mm, girl, I think so too. So if I think fabric looks good, the next person might say, oh, girl, I think so too. Now it's a thing, right? I started on my own way. You know what I'm saying? It's a creation of how you feel. And I feel like sometimes, and that's what sometimes making judging art very different right some things you can see i'm like oh distasteful but i can't can never put down someone's art because just because it doesn't want to call flow to you or resonate with you doesn't mean it's not good enough it's just not good enough for you let's talk about what's also happening in the creative space in ghana what are your views on it where do you see it going what are some things that you don't see happening but you wish could happen expansion of creativity and like in terms of one of my favorite directors so far, Andy Majete and Jean, 
aside from us, Jags and I, of course. I mean, um, but those are the only two offhead I can think of that are doing stuff in terms of the video industry that are I'm saying, okay, I feel like repetition and comfortability is killing Ghanaian creators, especially being in such a small environment. There's not really fundings for like expression of art. Like if you get a budget from an artist, loved working with King Promise and Darko Vibes is, in terms of creativity, just an amazing thinker. You know what I'm saying? We don't have a lot of them. In terms of sometimes you give some no one gives you a budget, they're like I want to see what everybody else has done, right? Whereas they're limiting you. And, and what you I'm can a do. Ray. I'm a Ray. It's a great artist we can talk about in terms of expanding, right? And it's so sad because Ghanaians themselves don't support Amarei. Majority of Ghanaians, only a few that because she's not a TikTok, what's it called? But when Amarei was Amarei and people had to cherish her, you weren't cherishing the goods that she was given. She was given the girls, but no one was responding, you know what I'm saying? But Nigeria was. Nigeria was Nigeria has been there, they've been watching. And if you watch Nigerian creatives, like there's no competition. There is no competition. Ghana, we are so far back in terms of like expanding our thoughts on what is cool that like there's no way we have milestones to run before we could ever reach up to Nigeria in terms of creativity, of like expressing arts, not creativity, but expressing arts in our videos and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I just feel like just openness to I feel like Ghanaians are extremely comfortable people and like I said like once you're comfortable with something you don't really want to change if it's been working for you like changing is kind of like why would I do this yeah. this is the formula let's just do this and let's just go on what is this changing add callous all of that is long but I feel like if you don't want to evolve as a person right then you always stay where you are and Africa Ghana Americans, they are done with whatever they have. Ever since Wakanda came, everyone is trying to find out black content. They are loving black culture. They want sooner or later all the attention is coming to Africa. You see every December, oh yeah, hearing Naomi Kamu came to Ghana. This one came to Ghana. This one came to Ghana. They are all coming. It's time to set difference. Like, oh, okay, this is an international standard project. If they come here, they're like, this is the same thing we're getting here, but here. We're getting the jobs here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's only a few people I can say by name that are giving those kind of products out. And yeah, I think expansion of creativity is what should happen. Like, we should we should set ourselves different. It's like just newer ideas. Like, understanding that getting better is the lesson. Like, getting better, evolving as a person. It's not just, oh, I'm doing this for Kashu. Okay, fine. That's cool too. Make your bread. But like become a better person like if you're at the same place you were three years ago then and you're making twice as much money you've not gone anywhere you're just now in a bigger car still the same person you know what i'm saying evolve with that money you know what i'm saying yeah well, what type of work do you think requires for creatives to expand and live with their ideas that's easy just keep watching keep educating yourself like a day I can watch five different videos from artists I don't listen to. Like, it's also not limiting yourself to, okay, as a creative, you can't just say I listen to only one music, one type of one type of genre of music, you know what I'm saying? But then again, yes, you can because you can do your own thing, you know what I'm saying? That's your art. But in terms of just getting ideas from different places, like, just even go outside, just 
there's social, we have our phones. This is literally, back then you have to go outside to talk to people. It's like 50 million people in one place. People are doing art. Just explore, just see what's new. What's, sometimes it doesn't have to be trending. Sometimes you just have to think it looks cool. How else would you interpret it, right? There's nothing that you're doing right now that hasn't been done before, but it's how you're going to do it, how you are going to interpret that art. How six, if I see, oh, they shot this commercial this way. Okay, I like POV shots. How would I use that POV shot? Do you know, you know what I'm saying? Like how to take your kind of creativity, watch what's going on and see, okay, okay, I want to do this. I want to do this. What's okay. a POV shot? Point of view. Okay. Yeah, that's like when you're trying to act like this person's watching somebody, like that's a point of view. Okay. But like just wanting to like be the best version of yourself, like not saying, oh, I'm comfortable. Like I can literally say I'm just good at photography and I know I'm creative, so that's it. But there's so much more to learn. There's so much more to learn. There's so much more I don't understand. Yeah. And in terms of like future outlook, what do you see happening next five years, 10 years in Ghana at least? Oh, I think... I think if you don't get your foot in the door right now, like, what's it called? I think it's going to be a tight market. I just feel like so many creatives are coming to Ghana. So many people are realizing that, oh my God, this is like an untapped market in terms of creativity, just the culture, how rich it is. People are coming back. Everyone wants to have a piece of Africa. Everyone wants to get involved. So I think five, ten years from now, I'm sitting at the top baby like it's me if you come down you're asking oh i need like you know that they're directing you to six you know what i'm saying they're direct they're like yeah of course like the first person ah, you have to see bosu what's well, he bosu now i'm bosu <laughs> yeah yeah why do you also think that a lot of people are coming back ghana has drawn a lot of oh, attention it's, it's so obvious it's not even just ghana and ghana nigeria but mostly ghana if you go on twitter if you come to december there's basis i don't go out in december god forbid because i don't do that lines i can't do it it's too many people if you can go into what's it called the watches last place and migos is buying watchy you know like oh in a few years like this is this is the place like our housing even the economy shows you like oh yeah they are making the the economy for people who don't live here if they're charging in dollars if you go on airbnb and you want to rent a room they charge you in dollars right do Ghanaians make dollars no, Certainly we don't not. make that. The, our housing, right? Accra is one of the most expensive cities to live in, and I don't, I don't believe it's made for anyone who lives here because there's no one in Ghana who works for Ghana cities a month is paying a thousand five hundred dollars a month to live somewhere. It's not for us. It's for the people coming back, and there's so many new um, places coming, rentals coming, and it's all in dollars. It just shows you that. Oh yeah. In December, you can go out and it's just people from abroad. It's so obvious. That change is happening. It's happening. December is only going to get more packed. It's only going to get more full. And they're going to move to Adana. It's just going to keep happening. That's my prediction. Y'all caught it right here on Jude's list. Y'all caught it right here. I said it. When it happens, y'all be like, refer back to this shit. I said it. I'm pretty sure he's going to bleep that out. But like, let's find out, you know? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, but I think like there's something spectacular happening. Like the amount of interest that has been driven 
into Africa, specifically like West Africa and Ghana, there's something definitely happening. Like you said, it's like a window's open. Mm -hmm. If you don't jump in right yeah. now, then you're slacking. Yeah. Then you're slacking totally. So what should people start doing? What should they like? If you have creative ideas, if you want to jump in this space, what should just, you start doing? I, I honestly, I just took an initiative. I can't give you guys. I don't have a cheat code. Just want it. Like I said, your mind over matter, right? Think it and live it. Like, if that's what you want, then figure a way out. Like, there's ways, there's avenues. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I just know I just wanted something and I just changed the way I went about it and just started going about it. Like, in terms of like telling people, like, I have artist friends, like, yo, bro, I shoot videos. You should let me shoot a video. Like, guy, like, come on. You know what I'm saying? Just putting myself out there. Being like, hey guys, using social media to your advantage because everyone's on their phones now. Everyone wants to be typing. Everyone wants to see some visual stuff. Just putting yourself out there and letting people know, hey, I'm here. And this is what I do. Yeah. Do you think living outside of Ghana definitely influenced your work here? Okay. It kind of helped me be more of a go-getter because I just understand how fast America is. Like, how fast the Western world is. Like I said, you can go outside, get two jobs that will help you pay rent, right? In Ghana, it's not that way, which is the opposite, right? When I came here and everything was chill, I was like, oh no, like life is passing me by. Like, this what, what year did you come back? 2017. Okay. Yeah, life was just passing me by. I was just like, oh yeah, girl, like absolutely not. It's like, I need to get my shit together. Um, So I, I would definitely say Ghana helped me focus because in the States, I could have just been do, still doing photography as a hobby and still have regular jobs that I would just feel like, oh yeah, when I finish school, oh, I can put it off because I'm working. I'm working two jobs, probably going to school. So it would just be a hobby. I feel like if I didn't move back, I wouldn't have taken this road as this is my career. Yeah. Okay. So moving back definitely helped with that decision to say, okay, this yeah, is I what I need to do. I didn't give me a choice. Like I had to focus. Like, I had to I had to make some money. Yeah. I had to like focus. I was like, if this is what you want to do, then start doing it. Plus there's a market for it. Okay. Now what future projects are you working on? What should we expect from six? A bunch of stuff. Expect some short film coming soon. Yeah, just expect expect the unexpected. I'm kidding. <laughs> like his spoiler for Demon Slayer. That's what you should expect. That kind of thing, Jude. Um oh no, but um expect Expect everything because I can't, like I said, I do everything. So expect everything. Just keep watching and yeah. Yeah. How does one make a career out of directing? I don't even know, but I did it. That's really easy. Like Pete, there's music videos, there's commercials, there's movies, there's whatever. It's also about finding budget and there's less for that. Mm. It's about researching. Misa, if I need to research. <laughs> where did you find opportunities i didn't i looked for them i didn't find them well hey technically i found them but like i just looked for them it's like i just put myself out there and asked a couple of people also andy andy's already a director where he would get gigs that he couldn't do he's like oh i have this what's the code i trust her with it and he would um what's the code who's andy andy Majeti. slow down Baju. Those videos he did them, but yeah, Andy Majete was very was a very great help in terms of starting out, getting me gigs because he saw my work and he believed in my potential. So he would give me gigs, and through those gigs, other people saw, oh no, like 
they're dope. Like Jags and I, they're really good at what they do. So it's like giving me more jobs. And I've always had a job since then. Plus, I'm really lucky. <laughs> do you feel like luck has anything to do with it? I think I'm really talented, yes. But I feel like I'm also in a very good position, right? I feel like I'm blessed, yes. Yeah, I feel like I'm blessed. Because some people could be very talented and what's it called and not in the situation. So I just appreciate where I am. I just can't take it lightly and just be like, oh, it's just all me. Yeah. It's not just all me. I mean, yeah, it's all me too. But like, <laughs> things things took place. Yeah. You've been mentioning Jags a lot. How did you meet Jags and who's Jags? Um, Jags is my partner. When you say partner, business partner or life partner? Yeah, business partner, yes. Yeah, he's my, we, we co-direct together. We do other stuff together. I met him through a friend of mine. I roller skate and a friend of mine, Chesom, she's like, oh, like, we're roller skating. She's like, I have a friend who just started photography. That's the beautiful thing about Jags, right? Like, he's so talented, right? And... He like he just picked up a camera and one day he was like, Oh, I want to take pictures of you and that's how we met. We had actually met before that, but we had gone to an argument, but that's that's not the real meeting story. The real meeting story was my roller skating um uh, once he just came, took pictures, then we just started hanging out and then boom, we just became like a team. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like we've been like we've known each other for years though. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, the way you talk about him, definitely. Yeah. So let's talk about money. How do you make money in this space, <laughs> you know? Honestly, like, it's by Laku. Uh, it's by the grace of God. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm making money. But honestly, like, yeah, it's about the gigs. Yeah, the gigs. And just doing other, like, I told you, I crave direct style. What's it called? When those opportunities come to, I take them. So just doing everything. Like, to be a millionaire, you can't have one job, right? You have to be a, a master of all trades. So you're, you're definitely doing your main thing and you have other side gigs. Side hustles. You know about Yeah. And this is necessary, I Oh, believe. it's extremely necessary. And that's why I feel like it's very important I move to this country. Because it's, I'm a very like hard worker, but his put ginger up my ass. Okay. And then if you were not directing, what would you be doing? I would be acting. I want you to share like a very personal story or experience that you've had so far. Doing your job, directing, you know, it can be anything. But something very memorable you haven't shared anywhere. Oh, yes. So the Abosso video isn't like crazy, but this is the only one I can think of. So mind you, we shot this Abosso video. Okay, so this video, we only had like like three days to shoot it. Like it came to us really last minute. We only had like two days to prep and shoot the video last minute. So everything was, it was time. We had to do this. This is it. Yeah. So after we shot everything, we first shot the first scene in Republic. And then we had to go to the studio to build a set to finish the, to shoot. Let's say we started shooting at 11 a.m. And we finished at like, let's see, 7, 8, right? To go to the studio to studio. shoot, yeah. After shooting everything, the following day, we have to get the cards of all the footages. And all the card from the Republic has was corrupt. It was so stressful. Like we had... So you have to shoot again? No. Our amazing editor, Majid, 
figured out a way to like recover all these files for us and it was just in a crazy time because it was so stressed like we were on a time schedule well you had to release it at a certain time we had to get it edited so by the time we want to go just a very extreme like if you do film or if you do what's it called you understand how crazy that is for the whole like file to corrupt yeah like 200 and something gigabytes i don't think people understand like for all of it to be like mm, not showing hey god fire it was just crazy it was just how did you fix time. that problem well let's ask Majid because i don't know he said it was because we shot on a red so it was like a red card thing and we had to download some t- it was long but we fixed it and the video came out so that was a memory moment for me because it's like damn we always need to bring two hard drives yeah. you know yeah a change has been made but yeah, this is the most memory, memorable for me was when the whole file just disappeared. Yeah. So you, you also mentioned Amare. Let's talk about your work with Amare. Okay, I've had some work with Amare. You guys remember Celine? I was in the outro for that. That was like a fun experience. Like, Amma is like a really great person. I haven't really hung out with her too much to like give you like full gist. But I just remember before her album that came out came like I was in the studio and she invited me to come to shoot something for her. What's it called? Documentary type thing for her. That never came on because I didn't get the memo. <laughs> but yeah, so while I was there, she was like, yo, Six, like you're kind of crazy. And I need someone crazy to do this outro for me. And she like gave me the gist of how she wanted it. And I remember just doing that. It was kind of a fun night, a great hang. I just felt like she was extremely talented and people were sleeping on her. And I feel like as much as like it had to take someone from the outside to be like, yo, this girl is dope for people to be like, yo, this girl is dope. Yeah. And it's just wild. That's just how Ghanaians are. But one thing I'm going to say about my Nigerians, they're not like that. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting that. In terms of support, like I think it's almost like you have to go outside of Ghana to get support yeah. <laughs> before before Ghanaians are like, oh, okay, yeah, kind of cool, yeah. Which exactly what I was saying. Well, just step outside of your box. Sometimes, like if Amare had been like, oh, I need the support of Ghanaians, Amare would not be Amare because like, girl, they're not gonna support you. Yeah. <laughs> And if you they don't, don't do care about you, they don't yeah, care about your music. Like you, you, if they, they're not vibing with it, they're not vibing with it. Like, and sometimes it's not for them to vibe to because it's not for them. You know what I'm saying? I'm already stuck to herself. She was like, this is the music I make and y'all niggas gonna like it. Yeah. And we like it. She. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. One of, one of the questions I also ask all my guests is, what's your definition for love? First of all, Love as a basis starts from self. Starts from self. Because I'm learning now, if you can't give something to yourself, then you can't give it to someone properly. Right? If I can't give myself proper love, and people think self-love is about like, oh, I want to take myself out to go get my nails done, or I want to get myself. It's about waking up in the morning at like maybe six, because you know you have to go jog. It's about not eating this turkey this chicken burger because you know right now like i can't do this right now because i want i have a goal i want to achieve so i have to put this down it's about 
saying, oh, I'm not going to the club tonight because tomorrow I would like to do some study. You know what I'm saying? It's about those uncomfortable moments when you're like, oh, I'd rather be doing this, but it's not aiding me. It's about being able to discipline yourself. That's self-love. That's loving yourself enough to know that, no, this is better for me than just living in this moment. So love for me is, is just wanting the best for yourself at all times, even if it costs you your pleasure. Because love is not always comfortable, right? Sometimes, you remember when your parents are beating you and they're like, this hurts me more than it hurts you. No, it doesn't. <laughs> You're slapping the shit at me. But like literally what they mean is like, I need to show you better. You know what I'm saying? Which I'm not really a big fan of hitting kids, but you know, just that's just an analogy I'm using for this moment. But sometimes love is not pleasant. You know what I'm saying? And just having this, I like what's it called? Misconception of, oh, love is supposed to be like this. Love is supposed to be like that. Loving yourself will show you that, oh, okay, sometimes you have to do difficult things because that's what I would say love is to me. <laughs> yeah. What has been your experience of it? We trying. <laughs> we trying. It's been okay. It's been teaching. I've been learning a lot from just different perspectives of just myself and just learning like how much more to love myself, I guess. Okay. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank this has been wonderful. Thank you for having me.